Blog Talk Radio. Radio and the founder and CEO of Soji Huggles Children's Foundation, a nonprofit dedicated to providing underprivileged children with basic necessities of life. I'm also a board-certified integrative holistic health energy psychology, positive psychology, and energy and vibrational sound therapist with a private practice in Sussex County, New Jersey, where From the Heart Radio streams to you live each and every week, bringing you optimistic and uplifting information from interesting people people who are making a positive impact in our world. And today, our guest is two-time international best-selling author, speaker, and spiritual teacher, Elena Chapman. Elena is all about soul wisdom and your growth. She has a really joyful nature and vivacious personality, and she works her magic by meaningfully integrating the wisdom of old age, mystical, spiritual modalities with scientific research to bring clarity, ease, flow, and positive lasting growth to those seeking to better understand their place in the world. 
And let's kid no one, that's no easy undertaking. This world often seems out of touch and quite overwhelming. And Elena's quest is to help people everywhere heal and connect to their soul's purpose and to experience true universal abundance while on the journey. She works with clients all around the globe to help them learn to heal themselves so they can identify what they're here to achieve in life. And she does so from a space of compassion, non-judgment, and love. Her latest book, Hello Soul, Everyday Ways to Begin Awakening Your Spirituality, is our topic for discussion. You can learn more about Elena by visiting her website, elenachapman.com. I'll spell that for you so you can check it out after the show, A L. E-N-A-C-H-A-P-M-A-N.com. So welcome to the show, Elena. Thank you for taking time to be here. It is indeed a pleasure to have you join us on From the Heart Radio. How are you being? (laughs) I'm being wonderful, and thank you for having me. Wonderful. I, uh, you know... Your book, Hello Soul, it is so much fun. I really enjoyed it. I read the acknowledgments, the foreword, the author's note, and the introduction. (laughs) And then I began reading chapter one. I read the book from cover to cover. Then I began reading chapter one. I do. (laughs) And as soon as I completed chapter one, I called a friend and told her to buy the book and start reading it. And she did. She's reading it now. I did that because when so early on in a book I find or rather, I know, I just know this is wicked good stuff. I need to share it immediately. So Thank kudos you. to you. Yeah. Well done. You pretty much get Thank the reader you. at hello. Um, what was the <laughs> catalyst to writing this book? Well, it's when I really started to, first I wanted to just get back to where I was, where everything was just manifesting well. And, and you know, manifestation is always the first when you see that stuff starts working that way, you go, oh, my gosh, what more? And then I thought, you know, I want to live more in my higher self. I want to know that voice inside me. I want to be guided by that and not all my critical thoughts. And so I really, you know, when you put it out there, I, I always have teachers just come Watson right into my life. And I from every single one I just the shamans that came into my way the psychics the the mentors I just learned from each of them and I found what was so interesting is that when I looked back what it was was it was working through the chakras it's like the universe knew I had to clean out like those first three chakras I had to clean out the ideas of who I thought I was what I thought my world was what were the dogmas I learned? And how did I see myself or how do I want to see myself in my world? And when I did that, stuff started to happen. I was able to start hearing my inner voice, that little voice. I think that's a song, that little voice. Um, I started hearing the little voice and trusting it. And the more I listened to that, knowing it was loving, then the thoughts that were not so helpful or tried to be helpful but weren't, <laughs> the loud <laughs> thoughts started to get weaker, and it just sort of evened out. But it was a journey, and it did take time. But you know what? It was a miraculous time. I did find and I'm it sure to it was cathartic awakened. too. Oh, yeah. totally cathartic. And yeah. and because you were you have to heal certain aspects of yourself too because those thoughts are the ones that are the strongest in your head. So if you don't heal them, you're guided by the bad side of them, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. So you have to heal that. I have to say, your book is really inspiring for the reader. I, I particularly like the, the way that you set it up. At the end of each chapter, you offer skills for your journey. And these are practices that the reader can use to help them connect or rather a better more way to put it is to better connect with their soul. And right. I want to stress that right. you know, each chapter tells a story about your personal journey. And I will add, yeah. these stories are very relatable. So I believe most readers would resonate in some way with your experiences. And while each story is different, you know, the skill for the journey is different and explains to the reader how to put that skill into practice. And they all seem to be effective and beneficial, but they're also extremely easy and maybe even more importantly, simple, simple. 
because something can be yeah. easy, but not simple, but they're easy and simple. Right. So how did you yourself come to know, or perhaps I should say learn how to come to know and learn these skills? Oh my gosh, I've learned from some of the best shamans in the world, a lot of it. And also, and nothing they teach is hard. And then I guess, you know, and some of the stuff I also experimented with and, and I found easier ways. But, you know, the thing is, when I wrote, I don't want to be the one pointing fingers saying, this is how it's done. Right. <laughs> and you know those kinds. <laughs> this is the one way you do this. We're all different. And the way we come about ourselves, our own spirituality, who we are, that's unique. And so I thought, you know, I'm just going to tell my story. And then I am going to also, if people want to try the way I did it, great. Because I don't just say, oh, I learned from the shaman. I tell you exactly what I learned, from the, starting with the psychologist who said, man, you made your little girl cry and your little <laughs> boy is stomping his feet. With, and she was really talking about my soul. And mm. uh, onward, I learned how to, to do it myself. And then what I did was I also know other ways that have worked for clients and for me that I listed because everybody's different. You can try it my way or try it these other few ways that can help you. There's never one way to peel an onion, you know? Right, right. So I and like I think too it, that, but, yeah, I think too that, you know, when you read a book, you might pick up one or two things from one author and one or two things from another and you make your own way of doing yeah. things out of that, you know? So you might not follow yeah. one wholly, but there are different right. aspects that you take, like you just said, yeah. Right. And that's what it's about because you are special, you know, and you have your special way of learning and, and, and what is going to reach you in that moment, and that's important. But most importantly, I wanted people to, to learn by a story and, and just see that, you know, we all are finding our way back to ourselves. And we are all trying to see a better way. We're all trying to live from the higher perspective to make sense out of things. And we're all trying to do these things. And, and I thought if they could see one person's journey on that and to laugh, um, I actually am, I'm right now recording an audible version of this book. And mm -hmm. uh, guess, who's, guess who's reading it? <laughs> Is it you? <laughs> it's me. So, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, it has to be you. <laughs> oh, yeah, it has to be me. And so you will get you will get the true me reading it, reading my own story. So that's really cool. You will hear me laugh. You, <laughs> you can't help but hear that. So it's <sighs> going to be a real kind of red story that I hope touches people's hearts so that they can start their journey and, and get excited about it. You know, that's what I'm hoping. I I think it will because, well, we learn best by stories, right? We can, we can read things in a book yeah. that are factual and it, in one ear, out the other, or you know, oh, whatever you so want to say. But when there's a yeah. story involved, you know, you can relate. Yeah. And when you relate, you relate it yeah. to your own story. So you may not remember that person's story, but you remember yours, which is more impactful because that's the one you're going to remember the most. And that will solidify what you need to do within those yeah. skill sets that you offer at the end of each you know, uh, yeah. of, of each chapter. And I, and I wanted to ask you, is there a purpose to the skills being in the order that you placed them? In the Not book? necessarily. Uh, you mean as far as the chapters or in each chapter, the order that I listed? Them no, as far as end. chapters, because it seemed to me if they're followed in the order provided, they're going to elicit a faster and more beneficial result. Right. That's exactly what it is. Well, each, each one is, you know, each chapter sometimes, well, one time I did go back, but each one is a chakra. You're working, yep. sometimes two chapters are the chakra, one chakra, depending mm -hmm. on how much I had to learn. But, uh, but so if you're following those little uh, directions at the end or options, options of different things you can try, and yes, they are easy and simple. It's, that's not the part that it's when you apply them to yourself. It's something easy steps that help you discover yourself. And then it's what you discover. It's what you do with it, right? And that's what people mm -hmm. find difficult sometimes. But 
anyway, so they are designed to go to the chakras. So, and I work from the chakra one up because, as you know, as you, you work up, you know that the the root chakra is our is our foundation. It's like the foundation of mm-hmm. the house. If you Correct. don't have a sturdy foundation to your house, well, the rest of it just crumbles, right? So mm-hmm. you, you've got to have that foundation. So you've got to start there. And as you build up, by the time you get to your heart and you start to open up that heart chakra, that's when you start to hear your, your, your inner voice, your, your soul, you know, spirit, and your spirit. And, and when you, that's when it starts to happen. And then the rest of it is just more and more and more of that opening to it and allowing it to be the voice you're guided by, which I have to say for your listeners and for you, it is the most freeing, wonderful, um, amazing life to lead. And I really feel that you just don't feel you have some insight into everything and it's a higher insight. You don't find that you have to argue with everyone anymore. You don't feel like you have to stress about things anymore. You you always see something bigger. You're always looking above the trees instead of in the forest. You You just do. And when things get hard in your life, you know that you're not alone in it. And you get the guidance to be guided through it with a lot more ease. You don't ever feel, and you also understand if something is not working out, it's not supposed to work out for that moment. And you don't stress about it. It's a wonderful way to live. And also you do you, you parent differently. You have your friends differently. Your relationships with your significant other is enriched because that expectation is gone, you know? It's a yeah, wonderful oh yeah. way to live. It's yeah. all about awareness, yeah. And when you're aware... When you're we're able to make yourself aware when things come up and take just a breath, it's just a nanosecond, just take a breath and just think for a second before you react, it, it's a good way to practice how to put this in, yeah, to put this yeah. into play. And practice on the stupid things first because then it's easier. The emotional stuff is harder, you know, but practice, <laughs> oh, seriously, you know, practice yeah. on, the, on the things, you know, like, you know. Uh, something at the grocery store, you know, or something. Just practice on something that's just trivial and then go forward exactly. from there. And you'll find that your heart opens up each and every time. And it does. It feels so good when you do that, when you start it really doing does. coming from your heart. When you really come from your heart, it feels so much better. And the people around you feel better about it, too. You're raising everybody's vibration. Boy, does the world need that. You do. You know? Oh, my God. Yeah. You, do. you become the light instead of just a complainer. Yeah. And, and you also aren't wearing... And you're not making so many wrong turns all the time in life. You know, that stops too. And that's a big one because we all know when we do that wrong turn and we date that person we shouldn't have dated or we take that job we shouldn't have taken and it just it brings sorrow to us. You don't do that as much because you're now, like you said, aware and you're yep. being guided by something bigger. And that bigger in you is knows better it knows what it's here for and it guides you to that it is really a neat way to live it really is and i think we owe it to ourselves more now than any other time in our history because now that we're being fed so many different things our head is constantly spinning for a few years now it's like we're a pinball in a pinball machine going from one thing to another to another to another and it's just got to stop i don't it's not good for us. It's a very, yeah. very hard time, you know? And the overwhelm, yeah, the overwhelm that we see and feel and take in, it is reduced Constantly. greatly. Yeah, but you yes. can reduce it greatly yes. just by being aware oh, yeah. and removing yourself from that because, you know, oh it, it, what you're hearing isn't always true. There's so, you know, there's so much out no. there that just isn't true. You really have to investigate and do your own yeah. assessments of yeah. things. And, you know, one thing I've always believed and found for, for myself to be true is that we are given direction constantly from our soul yeah. or spirit, however we choose to refer to our higher self or the God of our understanding. Yeah. The direction given is always toward our purpose 
or perhaps one of our purposes that we're meant to take on in this life. And I know it is definitely my soul speaking to me, giving me a nudge to do something I'm meant to do. And I also know that ultimately, whatever it is I am meant to do, it will bring me joy. Now, I have not always accepted all the directives given to me. I have ignored some. <laughs> I have taken some on. And I'm betting there are many I have completely missed. I'm, I am human. And life is sometimes distracting. And we sometimes go, you know, against our better judgment. But right. if we don't listen to our soul or that voice that knows us better than we know ourselves, you know, I have learned to pay attention and be more discerning because I know the guidance is there for a reason. I know the guidance is not just for me either. It's not all about me. It's about the collective whole or the greater good, even when it seemingly appears to be something I'm guided to do for myself. So it always turns out to be a catalyst to helping. Now, this is just me speaking. It always seems to me to turn out to be a catalyst to helping or serving others as well. Do you find that to be true? Yes. Yeah, because especially when you're listening to the voice, it is about, um, it's always your well-being, but it's also about service to others because ultimately it's unconditional love. And that's what the, the, the one big source we all talk about, whether that's God or life force or chi or whatever it is, that's what it's about. So it's always going home to that. So, yeah, it is always for a greater good, and it has that ripple effect. So, I mean, really, just doing a show like this and, and sharing this, this is a ripple effect. One uh-huh. person will hear it and send it to another person. And you've just done a wonderful thing that helps the world, right? It is right. that ripple effect. So, yeah. And I also wanted to say sometimes, you know, it, it takes it takes a little bit to get yourself really listening to that voice. Because, uh, you know, we don't believe ourselves. Simple as that. And that's why yep. I wrote the book. However, the universe um, source, your guides, your relatives, whatever you believe, are always, always trying to talk to you. And even when I was a so-called unconscious competent in my younger days, meaning things <laughs> were happening but I didn't know why, right? Yeah. Um, I, I understood that, and I would always see signs, you know, from the time when I had to take a test or something and the first song on the radio was just like just perfect I knew oh I'm gonna ace this you know Mm -hmm. and I just knew there were signs that by the animals that would just show up in my path or the just little things that would happen and I would know that that was the universe saying hey Elena we got you right here you know and this is the right road or this is not such the right road you might not want to go down this way Yeah, and if it's you true. look for the signs around you, yeah, they are speaking to you. They are watching. They are with you. And if you just listen and look, and but it takes being in the present moment, guys. <laughs> yeah, wonderful. Now you know you got to be in the present moment. You can't. You can't be listening and um, I don't know getting involved with the argument on the social media. You can't be forward thinking, worried about your job and worried about the way of the world and you can't be in the past. You gotta be here. And that's when they can talk to you. They can't do anything for people who are everywhere else. No, and the fact that you know, if if you're living in the overwhelm and living on social media and listening to things and taking it all in, that's a block. You're creating resistance. That is a block block. and nothing will get through and you will never be present. You will never be aware. So it is something you have to practice. It is. But again, simple and and easy to do. And and for those people who say, and I know they say it, but how will I find out everything? Don't you know what's going on in the world? (laughs) And uh, you will never get away from the world. (laughs) I can tell you that. But I'll tell you, you don't have to be on it 24-7. And a funny thing happened. You know, in my younger days, on top of other things that I was, I was um, very much a little activist. I grew up in Vermont. <laughs> so there you go. In Vermont, we, we, we protest everything. We pro- protest lollipops if we want to. We protest. <laughs> and, and, we, and I grew up in that era where everybody was always protesting. Every week we were protesting something. So I was very much an activist. And so I'm saying this from the heart. 
when you pull back and you just kind of not listen to everything, especially on social media, you'll suddenly, when you do look at it, you'll say, oh, my gosh, it's like the two extremes are fighting and there's so many people in the middle, Mm -hmm. you know, and all you're hearing are the two extremes, which are painting the most dire things in the whole wide world. And you know that there are so many that are just in the middle. And if you can get that higher position, you are now in the position to help the world. And that is really big. It's huge. And that, you know, the fact that you don't need to hear everything the moment it happens. You know, it's not no, news you need no. to know. You're not the breaking news person. And when you hear it later, no. it, you know, I've heard things like I haven't listened to the news on, on, let's say, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then Monday I listen to the world. And I'm like, wow, what happened to the world while I wasn't paying attention? <laughs> but you know what? You're not taking it on. It's better for your mental health. Now you're aware. It it's better for your mental yeah. health. You don't have any stress. You're not manifesting diseases. It's a better way to right. be, you know, just being present right. and knowing that, you know, if you do for you and you are helping others and not hurting others, and that is helping others, you know, if you're not out being mean yeah. girl, if you're not out, you know, bullying and doing all these other no, things, you're helping that. the greater yeah, good. That's not you're, right. You're absolutely helping the greater good. And with that, and you can look back and you can say, you know, I remember when something like this happened before, and that's your validation. That right there right. shows you, see, it works. And every time yeah. something happens, and you can go back and look and say, huh, this happened before, then you'll start to realize and you'll be creating more of that good stuff coming into your life because you want to be aware. Exactly. And I I know that people think, well, what's one kind thing going to do? One kind thing can, oh, my gosh, that ripple effect, you don't know. It can change. You don't know that one kind thing you did for that one person has changed their whole perspective, even on the world, because so many People feel so bad about the world right now. You mm-hmm. doing one kind thing, just opening a door and talking to someone, taking the time to, to say hello to that person who you know is lonely, that, those little things that you do, you, you just don't know how big they are. And when you're in the present and when you are, you'll see those moments. And those are the moments that are important. It's not being on the social media yelling at the phone. It is being in the present moment in your community, making that a place that is safer, happier, and more giving and kind. It really is. And that that builds nations. Well, that builds nations, but also that's you being in your soul. That's you talking to your higher self. As I said, are you talking to your higher self? God of your understanding, whatever, that's your soul. That's at a soul level. So the more present you are, the more soul level things you're going to do and the more soul level connection you'll have. And we'll get into some of the, um, some of the things that some of the uh, skills for the journey in a moment. But um, I think that people need to understand by the same token, the things that you put out there, even thoughts, the thoughts or whatever it is that you actions that you take. Okay. Thoughts and Thoughts actions, all of them. Yeah. They're really good. They yeah. have a ripple effect. So do the negative ones. Yeah. That's what we don't want to do. That's what yeah. we don't want to create because you can do that with <laughs> negative thoughts. And people always think, oh, what a great ripple effect. Yeah, it also works the other way. It's not, it's not a one-way yes, street. It, it works both ways, you know, and it, it, whether it's negative or positive, you're setting something up. And you might not want to set up the bad stuff because it's going to come back and bite you in the tush. Oh, God, uh, it does come back. Well, right now. Yes. Right now, Elena, we're going to take a break for what we call Soji Share. It is our time for that. This is where we share stories about kids from all over this planet who are not just filled with hope, but they're motivated. They are creative, focused, passionate, and they want to make a difference in this world. And it's going to be a little bit different today because the person that I selected this week is not a child. Our goal at SojiKids.org is to spread joy, hence our name Soji, which is an acronym for sharing our joy intentionally. But this week... Our Soji share is a gentleman named Dan Paris. Dan is not a child. As I said, he's the founder of Speak Up Productions, which is a St. Louis-based documentary production company. And I saw at Dan's TED Talk, how can I make a difference? And I was astounded because he believes we can make a difference in the world through our time, talents, and treasure. And I believe that as well. But I'm spotlighting him as our Soji share because I find he is inspiring not just adults, but children as well, and a lot of children. 
he has a simple formula with powerful possibilities to learn how we can make a difference. It's called Y2Q, short for your two questions. Now, Y2Q was born out of the process of wrestling with what one person can do to make a difference in the world. And the two questions are, what breaks your heart? And the second question is, what makes you come alive? And once you have your answers, he says, put the two together. So Dan says, when you combine what breaks your heart with what makes you come alive, that's when the magic happens. And I couldn't agree more. His formula is pure genius. And I, I have to say this because I yeah. could go back and, and figure this out through my life. And years ago, when Oprah Winfrey had her own show, she was constantly telling people to find your passion and then go with it, do it. And I'd hear that and I'd think, how, Oprah, how do you find your passion? Tell us how. She never did. She just no. said, find it and do it. And at the time, my passions were hobbies, and that was not going to provide me a livelihood. You know, I did reflect and think and look for my true passion. And I know I'm, a pa I'm passionate about Christmas. Everybody knows me, knows that. But how do you make a living with a passion for Christmas? I mean, I'm not Santa Claus. You know, it's seasonal. I wasn't going <laughs> to start selling trees on street corners or knitting Christmas sweaters. So I gave up and decided I didn't have a passion that checked the box, or so I thought. And it wasn't going to make a living for me. And it wasn't until about 20 years later, in 2016, when I started my nonprofit, Soji Huggles Children's Foundation, that I understood. Now, my non nonprofit is run solely by volunteers. So 100% of all the donations directly support children in need. Nobody gets a salary. Nobody's making a living. So that wasn't part of, you know, what I thought a box I needed to check, you know. But yeah. I, when my – it's – um. You know, our mascot is Santa's tiniest elf, who is Soji Huggles. So I wrote two children's uh -huh. books about him. And it wasn't until after I incorporated Soji as a bona fide nonprofit that I understood a person's passion is not necessarily their livelihood. While I have my work as an energy and psychotherapist, which I love, I also have put my passion for Christmas out into the world in the form of my nonprofit. So I'm able to live my passion for Christmas in a big way help underprivileged children, and that brings immense joy to me. So Dan Paris's questions pique interest. And if children were asked these two questions, what breaks your heart and what makes you come alive? Sure, the answers would change over time as they grew. But think about the foundation that's being built. These questions can be asked in a multitude of situations. You know, it's about yeah. figuring it out with a goal toward a positive outcome. And these questions foster to me, they foster a sense of limitlessness that can be felt. It's, it's visceral and it's inspiring. And these questions promote creativity and they nurture the imagination and they raise awareness, encourage invention, and they allow children to be present and in tune with their soul so they can find and do their passion. And all of this yeah. gives children the confidence to figure things out in a healthy way build resilience, self-efficacy, stability, learn, grow, instill hope for a bright future. And with that, children are able to harness the ability to maintain optimum mental health. And how many children would be inspired to do great things just by being asked those two questions? That, too, is limitless. As I stated earlier, I selected yeah. Dan right. as our Soji share this week because I firmly believe this work will help our children learn, grow, and create in a way that would make a powerfully significant difference in our world. So kudos to you, Dan Paris, for the massive positive yeah, impact you're kudos. having on countless individuals. We at Soji Huggles applaud you and your work, and we thank you for all you do, Dan Paris. Check him out, people. Look up Dan Paris. Watch the TED Talk. It really is very inspiring and motivating. Um, I, had to, I had to choose him. I typically choose a child who's done something, started an organization or something like that. But I think talk about the ripple effect starting something and that ripple will go on and on and other yeah. kids will teach other kids. So, yeah. So that, that's, that's I our really Soji share for that. this week. Yeah. Isn't it cool? Yeah, it is really I thought it was cool. really He does neat. have a wonderful system. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, he does. Yeah. It's a something lot that, you know, you know, I think that's how you do find your passion, something that really, and it does, and you're right. It doesn't have to be something that is making you lots of money, but if you feel you are doing something to, to really, well, cure what it is that really gets to you in this world, then, yeah, you are helping the world. What could be better yeah. than that? 
Yeah, that, that's our I job here, it. right? <laughs> you know, especially yeah. the people. They need yeah. all the help we can give them, you know? Well, ah. definitely. And our yeah. world is changing. We need this. And we're, we're in a change. I think kids are seeing that. Old ways are not working. Old jobs are not there. <laughs> right, right. They, they, what do they want to create? I don't think they see that yet. And it's so important because it we is. really it do is. need their minds and their souls. And those yeah. two questions, when you combine them and then just go do that, it makes sense. That made sense to me for all the years that Oprah kept saying, just find sense. to do your passion, find to do your passion. Like, how do you find your passion, you know, Oprah? You got lucky, you know, but, you, you know, you're just right. yelling at the TV at that point. So she wasn't hearing what I was having to say. Yeah, no, she <laughs> so, <wasn't> <laughs> No. <laughs> but back you know, to your I book, was, I have to tell you, yeah. as I read your book, I thought, this is a book that somebody could read and do can focus on one skill at a time rather than just read through it like a novel so if they take time to practice a skill each day you know because each one is different right and that would encourage you to keep going so as I said I called my friend and said you got to get this book and she did and we both did the the first I'm not going to do any spoiler alerts we both did the exercise at the end of chapter one and I really enjoyed that a lot uh so, you know, now we're starting to work you through can, it. I, I don't I, think one thing is going to break it. You can tell people what it was. Well, no, but I just, I want them to know, you know, I read through the book because I'm doing this show and I need to interview you. So I need to have yeah, questions yeah, yeah. ready, you know, yeah. to ask you and to have a discussion. But I think if I took it slower and went back and said, okay, you know, I've done the first one. You know, now you can do another one. You could do one a day. You could do one a week. There's only 12 chapters. It's not going to take long, oh, you know, you if you commit it. to one yeah, a day. It. it takes 12. Yeah, it's 12 chapters, yep. and so it's 12 days or 12 weeks or whatever works for you. The most important yeah. thing is that you are doing your own self-discovery. You are the one clearing out all that stuff that's going to keep you blocked from believing that you are actually being guided. You are the one who is is starting to get rid of the stuff so that you can see the brightness that you really are. You're discovering yourself, the good part. It's really funny. I don't know. I know you've done a lot of work too. Didn't you find when you did this, um, when you came to this awareness and you were, you know, you're changing your belief systems and you're opening up the chakras. Didn't you find that all of a sudden, once you clean out all the stuff that you learned that wasn't so good, all of a sudden, really good memories started to come. Did you have yes. that happen to you? Yeah. Yeah, and, and you're All making room for, that for new hidden. stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Yeah, you're making room, and you're building from good stuff all of a sudden. And, and But when we don't do this, then all we hear is the other stuff that are the lessons that weren't so good and the memories that weren't so good. It's it's really a nice place to live. I think it just adds years to your life. <laughs> well, and it also it gives you the ability to have, I'll use the word patience. That's not the right word, but that's what I'm using right now. Um, I'll use the word patience to say you will have the patience to listen to both sides of, of a different argument with a, a perspective yeah. for each to be able to make a fair and just assessment for yourself, not for everybody, but for yourself. And, yeah. you know, I think you just, that just kind of comes into play because you're opening up to receive at this point, you know, when you're blocked and you're doing all the negative stuff, you built all these walls around you. Nobody can get through. But when you open up in that way and your hands are open, you're ready to receive information. And then your soul, you know, again, if you're present and you're aware, you allow things to process and your soul tells you your soul gives you the answer and you know what? And it's that knowing it's not, you know, it's an knowing, if, it's, yeah. if, it's, if it's not a, an immediate yes, then it's a no. And yeah, if, exactly. you, if you have, when you have to think through some things, because you're gathering information, you need to make an informed decision, but you will come to that point where it's not a yes, it's a no, or I know I have to do this, or I know this needs to be done, or I know, even things like, you know, uh, going down and walking to, into a room and saying, oh, no, it's flooded. I didn't know that. Good thing I came down here, you know, and then you can take care of the flood or whatever it is or an electrical right, issue. Right, right. Things like that that right. can occur. You know, you, can, you know what to do. You take the steps to do them, and then you freak out a little bit later on, and you, and you worry a bit, and then you get over it really fast. You get over things a lot faster. Do you find that? You get over things, yeah. You know, I think it, you get where you really have nothing to prove, and that right. is one thing. <laughs> That when you take that equation out, it's amazing 
how it changes everything. Because you're in a receiving mode. You have nothing to prove. So when you do that, you're actually taking yourself out of the situation. And that's when you can get the higher. So if the basement is flooded, it's not like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this happened on my day. I can't believe I have to do this. Now I have to take care. And you're, you're see how I'm in that situation. I'm in it. But instead you're saying, oh, wow, the basement flooded. Okay, I guess I have to take care of that. No big deal. You know, or it's just the way it is right now. Yeah, I and, still say, and, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening. I have to take care of it. But I do. It, you know? Yeah, you do. It. The human oh, does I come out in me, you know. It is. It, yeah. I'm having construction done on my house, and I wasn't getting hot water. And then all of a sudden I turned it on, and it came through the wall. And, you know, the oh. first thing out. Yeah, yeah, it really did. And the first thing that came out of my mouth was not, oh, my God, it's coming out of the wall. It was, that's where the hot water was. <laughs> <laughs> that's all the hot water I would have said a naughty word first. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. I would have said We're a naughty word, like and then it would have moved human, on from know. there. You know, yeah, we can't yeah. say the it's naughty word. This is, you know, human. we have to have that. Yeah, yeah, I would yeah. Have But it was what it was. You get over it fast. You get it fixed. You don't get into the drama of things. You really don't. Right. And, yeah. And that is what's so helpful. We don't understand what that does to our bodies. We don't understand what that does. In, it, it just it gathers up and it keeps inside of us. And the, the chemicals released, you know, are not good. And when you get older, that stuff adds up on the body, too. Oh, really, yes. Seriously. Yeah, you God. know, one of your... One of your suggested skills is gratitude, which has always been my go-to for a quick reset. It's quick, it's easy, it reduces stress, it increases endorphins. And the effects of being in a true state of gratitude, you know, you're talking about numbers here, for only three minutes lasts for six hours. That, you know, and no matter where you are or what circumstances you are encountering, you can always find something for which to be grateful. Gratitude is within you. You know, you can't leave home without it. You just need to be aware of it. It's among one of the many techniques I use myself and teach to all my patients. So I'm sure you find that to be true. But do you yourself, Elena, have a particular go-to skill for yourself for a quick reset? Oh, my gosh. For me, it is the gratitude. And to even just, I know what I'm always grateful for. So if I'm having like a really tough day, and we do, we all have that. Like I said, we are human. I will stop myself from thinking whatever I'm thinking that is bringing on more of that bad day, I will stop myself. I always look at the sky. Why? Because it's always a gift. And the sky always is beautiful. And so I stop and I look at the sky because we don't have any water right around us. Um, We have rivers. We don't, you know, I'll sometimes go to the river too, but if I'm right, the sky is always there. And then I'm just so grateful for that vastness. I have a thing about that. So if you have something that you know you're always grateful for, then that's what you can bring to your mind. Um, I also breathe, of course, but really it's the gratitude. Gratitude, you must understand, gratitude is the only thing. And if we feel that gratitude, it's the only thing that can raise our vibration. And when you really raise, and I mean truly from a heart-centered place, yeah, you can turn on the music. I do that too. I love music. But from a heart-centered place, meaning not coming from outside you going in, but coming inside you coming out. Uh-huh. And it can raise your vibration to stay. So whether I'm thinking of that beautiful sky that I'm so very grateful for because it makes me feel free, or the big red dog that is my dog that licks my face and makes me laugh, those are the things I'm so grateful for. I can find myself giggling, and it naturally raises my vibration. And that's so Absolutely does. so many levels. Because yeah. if you're not, yeah. if you stay on the vibration you're on, guess what? You're going to get more of the same. You know, that day that is bad, and you just keep complaining, and it just gets worse. <laughs> yeah. Because you're stuck That's there. why. You, you got to get out of that vibration. What you're you focus on, on grows. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. being on a country, if you turn on the country western station on the radio, guess what you're going to get? Country western, right. folks. 
Right. Yeah, so if you're, you're not getting Mozart, it's the same yeah. thing. It's a wave. You're not going to get Mozart. You're not going to get Bach. You're going to get, nope. I don't even know anybody, but it's going to be country western. <laughs> so I don't because I don't really got, care for country western. Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't either. That's why it sounds that awful. <laughs> but that's why you the world is so good because everybody's different. We all enjoy different things. Let's say that's that. That's right. <laughs> we all do. But I will yeah, tell you, good. I oftentimes... When I'm telling people, you know, we need to do the heart coherence technique. We need to get you back into your heart and head in coherence here. So oh. when we do that and get them into their heart, the I tell them, okay, there's four words in the English language and only four words that are going to really increase healing. It will, it will, it actually induces healing and it will help you. And it's, you know, it's the three minute thing and last six hours, appreciation, care, compassion, and gratitude. Pick one of those words, yeah. something you appreciate, someone yeah. you care about, or something rather you care about, something you feel compassion for and gratitude for something. And I, uh, many times I'll have somebody say their yeah. spouse and I'll say, no, not your spouse. And they'll say, well, no. you know, it starts out good. And then the more you think they come with baggage and you're going to think of fights <laughs> and arguments you had, and that's not good. So think of an experience or a pet. Or the first yeah. time you held your child after it was born. Those are the things don't come with baggage because they're experiences. And pets don't come with baggage. I mean, you know, you've you no, got to be out great. there. If, yeah, they're wonderful. Yeah. So do that. Think about that and really get yourself into a space where you, you can have gratitude. And I think I have to agree with you because when something comes up and I'm in a, in a meeting, let's say in a room, no windows, you know, I'll just concentrate on oh. my breath. And be grateful for that because there are people who can't breathe without assistance. And I think, okay, I can breathe sure. and I can take a deep breath. And then if you do, get out in nature as quick as you can because there's nothing that beats yeah. the grounding of nature, you know, and seeing yeah. trees and birds and animals and feeling the wind. And it makes you feel alive. And it, yeah. it brings you closer and to connected. your soul. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, to Very your soul. So. To, to what we come, you know, you have to remember, we come from love. We're made from love. Our source is love. We, we are, are love. love. We're walking around love. We are You know, love. we really are. And we are. It, yeah. It, if you come from but, your heart and you do that, you'll hear your soul more. Yeah. And when you start loving others, then I find for some people, it opens the door for the journey of starting to love yourself. And mm -hmm. that's a big thing because then you will always fill your cup and be able to give others love and to give yourself yep. love. And it does take time. Don't expect to just jump into trying to do the self-love. I think um, it's also no, not when selfish. No, it's also, no, but people think oh it my is. Gosh. Women do. If I do this, and I'm like, it's not selfish. It's not selfish oh, to no, do self-care or self-love. It's it's loving yourself enough to take care of yourself and honor who you are. Yeah. You. We have to understand. You know, I raised three boys, and and I really had to. If I'm not straight, if I'm not in the right mind, if I am not, because we went through a very difficult time, and the first thing I thought is I have to get myself straight because if I'm not straight, if I'm always thinking of the crisis or whatever, then what am I doing for my boys? We, we have to. We have to take care of ourselves. We yep. have to get ourselves. We have to be filled with the goodness so that we can share the goodness instead of the bitterness. And we do that. That's some of the problem we have. We give and give, and then we get resentful. And yes. women do that all the time. And, yep. and instead, feel good about who you are. It's so important. You really do have to take the time, whether that's saying, you know what, I've got to go for a drive. That's it. As long as you have, yep. if your kids need to be taken care of, take care of them, or your grandmother yeah. or whoever you're taking care of. But right. <laughs> you need to do those things, and you need to take time. There are some mornings when you just want to sleep, then sleep if you can. Mm -hmm. If right. Go out in nature as much. Read things that enlighten you. Listen to music that lifts you up, and that's important, and, and relaxes you and makes you feel good about you. Surround yourself with the beautiful things and really feel good enough to have that bath. To light the candles with the bath, you know, to treat And maintain your special. boundaries as well. Maintain your oh, boundaries. God, if you have job. boundaries, Very maintain them. Yeah, and, you know, just make sure that people and are aware. That's and hard not It is hard. Yeah. It is hard. But that's I on the other person. That's not on you. 
No, I tell patients that all the really time. Isn't. And yeah. some can be done right then. You'll find the more you take care of yourself and start honoring yourself, then you'll find that, yeah, you'll see where your boundaries need to be all of a sudden. You will see the people who are taking and taking and taking and taking. And you will well, see you the also person have, who's not loyal. Yeah, and you also and have you, to understand when you're doing that and you you also see new people coming into your life whose vibration is higher right. and you're all raising right. everyone's vibration. If your vibration is low, yeah. you're bringing everybody down. If your vibration is right. higher, you're bringing everybody up. And that's good for the collective whole. And that's, so if you're doing, that's why I said earlier, you know, seemingly when things, you know, are just about you, they're not because you have no, to take not. care of you. You yeah. know, I mean, self, yeah, you you don't be selfish, yeah, you know, selfish right. isn't it. There's, there's a difference. You know, if you're doing something not that really you know selfish. is kind of wrong, no, but if you're doing something that, you know, no. this isn't going to benefit anybody but me, it's kind of wrong, but I don't care about anybody else. I want it my way. That's ego. That is selfish. And yeah, that's, that's not you different. doing self love. Right. So you have to be able to, to recognize the difference between that. Yeah, yeah. If you know mm-hmm. you're tired and that what you're putting out in the world, how you're talking to your friends or your, you know that you're just not in a good place. You need to pull back. You need to yep. take care of You need of to say that. Yeah. You need to say, and, I have one nerve left and you're getting on it. Get off. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you need to be able yes, to stick you up do. for yourself. You've I do have a question for, for you. Yeah. You know, The skills that are in the book at the end of each chapter, some of them include writing, reflection, meditation, all of which are taking action toward a deeper connection with our souls. So you wrote that it only took a few days for you to feel, see, hear the connection with your soul. That is very fast. To what do you attribute that quicker result? Um, Yeah, I know. And it's because... (laughs) And not everyone can be that fast. But when I really took that time, number one, I was practicing. I knew the differences between the little voice and the large, mean voice, right? So, and I was always saying, okay, I want to listen just to the soft voice. And in meditation, I was doing a lot of meditation, and I would focus on that that voice and hearing my deepest, the highest part of myself. And I also was, um, out in nature, and I had already, I had kind of started with just listening to nature. I had some miraculous things in nature happen to me that built the belief system in me. Like, I think um, I did put it in the book the time that um, it was a really bad day, and I ended up just finding a place and going to the little mountain, although we don't have that many mountains here. <laughs> I just sat there looking over the town and I closed my eyes. I was not happy at all. And I could feel the trees lean in on me and a breeze picked up on a day that didn't have a breeze and a hawk flew over me. And then these, when I opened my eyes, these little insects were going around me clockwise. And I had these experiences like the universe was saying, it's time for you. It's time. And I had asked for these experiences to happen. And it mm-hmm. built the belief in me. And how did that all start? If you want to back up even further, it was that gratitude. It was writing down things that I wanted in my life. It was reflecting on the things that, especially who I thought I was in my own world. Who did I want to be in my own world? And those reflections plus experiencing the things in nature and listening to the signs helped me believe when that voice I could hear it so clearly. Do you see? Oh, it, it yeah, I see. It all builds up yeah. together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So even though I'm saying it took a few days, it did, but, you know, I had that whole book and plus two others that I have been working on building that gratitude and, and opening up to the signs that are around me and understanding the ripple effect. You, you know, it, it all comes together. Yeah. And you also know when – well, I do many times, probably not all the time, but many times I'll notice, oh, this is a pivot point. And you just know yeah. it. You can feel it. And, you you, it. and yeah. I, I'm going to tell people when they read the book and if they get to that point where it's like this is a pivot point and you know it, relish that moment. 
really relish it. Take it all in for what it's worth because it feels so good. And you know, okay, this is huge growth. And from here, I'm going to grow even more. It gives you the motivation to grow more. One other thing. um, So all these skill sets or processes at the end of each chapter, okay, is there one that in its entirety, not just a piece of one, but in its entirety, is there one that you find you like the best? It's your favorite. Oh, gosh, that's a hard question. I know. I, love, you know, I think, I think what, um, the one chapter that, okay, I, I, I want to share this, and I think, I know what you're asking. I think this was kind of my favorite because it, it, it gives an okay. You know, I go through the book, and I'm talking about, okay, we're working through the chakras. Yay, yay, yay. We're getting rid of everything. Yay, 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 right? And then I think mm-hmm. it's like chapter seven or eight that all of a sudden I say, oh, shoot. <laughs> we have to backtrack because we didn't get rid of this. It's stored. All that stuff was stored in my muscles. And I think that is um, one of my favorite chapters because – um, that was a pivotal moment for me, a big one. That uh, you can say, yes, I, I, I'm releasing that memory. I'm rele- or I'm releasing that lesson. I've learned the higher lesson. I'm letting it go. But if you haven't released it in certain places of you, that energy in you, and it keeps you on guard still. And that's why I went to that. That whole chapter and all of the exercises, I think, are very big because it brings. They're designed to release the the baggage from your muscles and the aches and the pains and where we store it in our hips and we store it in our heart and we store it in our shoulders. That needs to go. You know, like like um, you, when you're a kid and you go through, maybe you were bullied in school and you, okay, you grow up, you're dealing with that, you're dealing with that victimhood feeling, you get through that, you see the higher, you let go, you forgive them, you understand, you learn the lesson, you maybe even learned your strength in that. But there's still a part of your muscles that is holding on to standing tall or or cowering because depending how you experienced it, there's still a part of your body. And when you learn that, that's when um, that's when you can totally let go, and that I think is my favorite part of the book, and I think that's that's what benefited me the most. That was the biggest part for my own journey. I really liked the very first one. Okay, and I'm going to tell you why because I think that, well, it was January when I read this. Okay, so it was the start of the year, and I thought when I read, there's three things to do at the end of the chapter. And yeah. I'm not going to tell people they need to buy the book. There's three things to do, and you can easily <laughs> turn them into questions. And the question, the, the, what you're going to put before the phrase that you see for each one is what is, and you yeah. know, what is my, yeah. what is my, what is my, okay. You could do right. that every single year and come up with different reasons and you can yeah. follow through each one and come up with different reasons. And I like that. But you like the, that? There's yeah. Yeah, and I can't remember where it is in the book, but it was one that I started laughing. I said, I'm going to do this every morning, and I have ever since I read the book. Um, I liked it because it said, get up in the morning and say, hello, soul. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do that. Hello, soul. What do you want me to do today? What service do you want me to provide? How can I help? Whatever. I do that every single morning, and I laugh. It's a great way to start the day because you're just saying, hello, soul, you know, and you're talking to yourself. But do you hear it? Yeah. (laughs) Good. <laughs> That's what here. I want to know. You know yeah. It's like, hello, soul. And it's like, yeah, okay, I'm here. We slept well. That was good. Thanks for a good night's sleep, whatever. <laughs> I really, I, I, I like that a lot. Oh, my God. We're yeah. almost out of time. Yeah. I, we're going to go over. Um, <laughs> but before yeah. we go, because no, we're going to go I over just on the outro. Um, I do that every morning. I do it. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. hello, soul. I say hello, soul. Hello, everyone. I'm up. Let's get going. <laughs> yep. And the world is saying, uh-oh, here she comes. It's like, that's right. Uh-oh. <laughs> so I'm here now. Oh, my goodness. Again, we're almost out of time, Elena. But before yes. we go, would you please tell our listeners how they can learn more about you, your work, and where oh, they can sure. purchase your book, Hello Soul, Everyday Ways to Begin Awakening Your Spirituality. Uh, you, everything is at ElenaChapman.com. Okay? So that's A-L-E-N-A. Remember, it starts with an A. And Chapman yep. is C-H-A-P-M-A-N.com. 
and there you will see so many things. We have a boundary. We were talking about boundaries. I have a boundary quiz that tells you where you are in that. That's a great way to start honoring yourself, and that's free. But there's like chats with Elena. There's so many things you can look at, and you can get the book link from there. You can also find it on Amazon. So, yeah. But take a look. There's so many fun things at ElenaChapman.com. Yeah, and go I have to that website. Show called Mystical Muse too. That's on there too. The new podcast show. So, oh, good. And it's practical it's spirituality. Me. I'll have to have you on. You're uh, you. Uh, you would be so much fun. I would love to have you on. So I, I've had a great we'll time tonight. Thank you so much. I appreciate you being here. It was a blast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> listeners. Listeners, listeners, we need you to spread the word. We know you enjoy what you hear on From the Heart Radio, so please share it with your friends. We live in a most challenging and constantly changing world, and that's why I have the guests that I do to keep you apprised so you won't get lost in the dross of life. We need to stay aware so we can navigate easily and live the life we're meant to live productively, healthfully, and purposefully. And this is where you find the tools to do just that. So please share all that you have heard tonight on this show. Send the link to your friends, everyone you know, and let them have the same opportunity that you just had so they may learn and grow and make the world a better place for all. Please also check out Soji Huggles Children's Foundation, where every dollar of every donation directly supports children in need 100%. We are run by volunteers. Every penny goes toward underprivileged children. And right now, we're helping to subsidize the cost of mental health sessions for children who might not otherwise receive this much-needed therapy. And we started in... uh, April of 2022, and last year we helped 58 children with sessions on a semi-weekly basis, and we ended up paying for, I think it was like 548 hours of therapy. So, you know, your donation really makes a difference. Every single dollar matters. So check that out. Here at Soji Huggles, we're investing in a brighter tomorrow by giving them a better today. So thank you for taking the time to visit our website S-O-J-I-K-I-D-S dot org. That's SojiKids.org. Please also follow us on Twitter at Soji Huggles. And while you're in your social media accounts, please be sure to like us on Facebook, Soji Huggles Children's Foundation. I am your host, T-Love, here at From the Heart Radio, intending you and yours a most enjoyable week. Remember, living from your heart is quite easy. You need only give thanks to do so. Take care and stay well. <laughs>